Hi and welcome to the Ball is Bay podcast, your favorite NBA podcast in an Indian accent. In today's episode, we talk about the new NBA 75 list that came out last week, the big snubs, the change in direction about how players are assessed, uh, is it more about wins, is it more about scoring skills. We also go into how the Lakers have to figure out their lineups and will Russell Westbrook fit into these lineups. Ashwin has a great conspiracy theory about how Philadelphia and the Lakers are going to have a big trade in the coming months. This is a fun episode, but before we get into it, let's see what Ashwin's got to say. Fate of the universe on the line. I want Iguodala. Kevin Durant. You know who I am. Good start, great start, tough start, rough start. 75 years in the making from mechanical to art. First week oaths have been cast aside and couch coaches let astray. But here, regular enough to remind, with our say, it's the hashtag Ball is Bay podcast, your favorite NBA podcast in an Indian accent. If this is your first time listening to us, my name is Ashwin and I urge you all to subscribe to us on YouTube and wherever you listen to your podcasts at. In the association this week, the NBA released a 76-man list for the top 75 players of all time. The Lakers were a couple of free throws away from possibly starting the season 0-3. And Phoenix Sun's owner recently realized that owning an NBA team comes in the way of casual sexism, racism and privilegism. Speaking of FOPA, I've got with me, as always, someone who never attends meetings in suits, someone who has never had an assistant to delegate work and someone who has never lost two NBA games in a row. My co-host Vinit Devaya. Vinit, welcome back. Thank you, thank you. It is true, I've never lost two NBA games in a row. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Vinit, first episode of the season. Uh, I, ah, I, I think, uh, first of all, congratulations. Our uh, Apple podcast uh, frequency has changed from bi-monthly to weekly, which is... Uh, yeah. Yes, yes. And uh, yeah, let's, let's uh, look forward to more uh, weekly episodes. What, what, what do you feel? First week of the NBA, it's almost been a week, more, more or less. Mm. A week. I think by the time it comes out, it'll be a week. Yeah. How has your watching schedule been? Uh, not so much. I mean, I, I, I caught a couple of games, but I feel like, it, like you know, early season is very uh, un... It's not very... Say boring. Use- I don't think it's boring, but it's not very useful because like, you know, the good teams are still getting into rhythm... The bad teams are playing good. It's always like, like always. The, Amazing. Yeah. You know, sometimes like, always like the bad teams start off really well. I don't know why that is, but so. The bad teams always start off three. I've realized this, like, uh, I think for the past three or four seasons, Orlando Magic has always had a three nil start to the season. Yeah. And they beat like all the top <laughs> teams and all. And then. <laughs> I think it has to do like something to, I, I, maybe I, like uh, it's like a mental thing. People like see a bad team and they don't go as prepared. And then suddenly this. Bad team has all this josh and they just, you know, come come ready to play. But the shots start falling in and then, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, the, the the Bucks got an idea of it. Um, I mean, not that Miami is a bad team, but uh, losing by 42 points. That, to, was, that was bad. Uh, like, to any team is uh, just horrible. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Nets, Nets lost to Charlotte yesterday. Yeah. That was a crazy game. But that was a close Lakers game. Lakers lost to... That was close, but... Uh, I, you know, there's that NBA game where 
a team is like you know like ah oh, we are just one basket away from making that run but they never make that run yeah, yeah, yeah. they never make that they never get a stop and a basket they always get a basket and then they exchange the basket that's what so happened, yeah. it was you know i felt yeah because miles durant was doing whatever like he was hitting some crazy ass shots hmm. and then on the other hand they had miles bridges they had some what is that guy's name c something c is a it is a nice name something c parker no not c parker something and the c guys boom 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 just and then like brooklyn could never get that second bucket hmm. and they harden harden seems, seems to be struggling yeah. huh? is not uh, as uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah as he used to be Do you think do you we, think it has we, to do with we were going to talk about that oh you we were okay okay we were we were going to bring it up in the end but uh, okay. i mean let's let's just run the natural course of thing we'll talk about it like vinith 75 top nba oh, players no. one simple task they gave people <laughs> and then they came up with a 76 man list it's crazy uh, i think we we will just start off with you know like uh, a small sample of the list in no particular i think it's in alphabetical order we'll start with 10 you know like 15 names 15 names is fine it we'll go with 15 names and then we'll through the show i'll just pepper in 15 names one by one by one by one by one and then we'll you know talk about that or we'll talk about the snubs after i think the snubs are more the first more, list more obviously then okay okay yeah ah, but i'll follow i'll follow just name it maybe just name just do you is it is it yeah, you're doing are the, you doing all of this just because you have some video idea for this So that you you show them like come no, and no. disappear and you'll be like yes look at me and my no. video magic no no yo man seventy five seventy five people is like too much uh, work to do mm, <laughs> it's not that easy mm. getting all these players names yes Kareem Abdul Jabbar Ray Allen Yanis Antetokounmpo Carmelo Anthony Nate Archibald Paul Arizin Charles Barkley Rick Barry Elgin Baylor Dave Bing Larry Bird Kobe Bryant Will Chamberlain Bob Cousy and Dave Cowens. first 15 names just in alphabetical order uh one of the good things i i think we were when we were talking on our discord link will be here discord link please join us on our discord mm. uh was how i think all of us were sort of happy that you know the 50 members of the original 50 greatest were retained none of them were thrown out mm. Mm, i don't know i i felt that was a great move then and then you know like as always i have the thinking period and i'm like but you know you you sort of brought in a new era i mean and you are calling this the 75 greatest players of all time which means that at some point you have said that you know we are going to evaluate players of different eras and and i said we are not going to do that we are just going to say that whoever was 50 was great then that's it those 50 will never be touched and we have put 25 more 26 more uh i mean in retrospect has that changed your view like should they have taken off someone from the list and had a whole new 75 no i think i think that um, you know every era is different it's very very difficult to compare eras and compare style of play and all it's like very difficult i mean you can still make some kind of mm. you know comparison here and there but i think it's it's very difficult so uh, i feel like when you're talking about the best players that have played the game of basketball you're always comparing it to the era that they played in uh not necessarily if you compare like if you compare lebron to dave bing or you know it's not comparable right so uh i think i'm fine with them retaining the top 50 but i also think so this is my i mean you i'm i'm going to go on my uh, rant about this but i do, go, i do, go i don't i don't think i don't think 
they were they did they ran this properly because it is impossible it is impossible for all 50 to come back right i mean nobody knows dave yeah. bing nobody yeah. knows that yeah. nobody knows these players like even if they had a very yeah. high represent so either they mid mid midway they're like oh shit we screwed up we're just going to put the 50 back again <laughs> Because I I think you know what you're saying it makes sense because they they let the option free to everyone. Yes. And if you're telling me that all the people who voted decided this, then 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 it's a clear sort of like an uh, like it's, it was feedback given to them that yeah. keep the fifty and then do whatever you want with them. Yeah. And we are yeah. gonna yeah. take that. yeah. So and I feel that's that's what happened because right. it is impossible. Yanis Antetokounmpo knows who Dave Bing is or who Wes Sunfeld is. I mean. it's just it's impossible for him to uh, know or anybody you know like i don't think yeah. i think you and even if you know them like most nba players are not that you know because as nba and media and coaches everyone was included in it so i i just felt like for all 50 to come back is ridiculous like that's just that didn't make sense to me it's too much of a coincidence it's too much of a coincidence so it's like uh, so that so that's my first thing i feel like they they were untrue from that sense uh, secondly then they added extra five more players from that era from the older era so they from that yeah, era exactly so they left yes. so they left they were left only with 20 spots so yeah, i was a little bit yeah i felt like 26 that also i can't believe yeah exactly oh, i mean I, I, i see i can understand i can understand gp not making the list then because he was still playing then and i i think he had only played for Five six years mm. by the time the list had been announced, so it makes sense for that. But they picked someone like Bob McAdoo and Dominic Wilkins. So I'm not saying Dominic Wilkins does not deserve to be on that list. Yeah, absolutely, he should have been on the original list yeah. itself. But I mean, if you can go back, maybe you know two three years, four five years, but you're going back to Bob McAdoo who played in the 80s, and you earlier had decided he would not be in the top 50, and now you are saying. Oh no! Now he can be in this list. That's just—I uh, I don't know. It just seems like it's—it seems like they were really told that do not take anybody off the fifty. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what was—that was the clear And, indication there. Um, also, I thought it was—you uh, know—a lot of people didn't like the rollout process, uh, from what I've understood. But I think I was fine. I, I really enjoyed it. You couldn't take it. You were. I enjoyed the drama. You, you, you <laughs> went to sleep. I was enjoying it, and I, I, I don't know if you saw my messages, but basically they were like releasing it on Twitter. I saw it later. Oh, I saw it later. Yeah. yeah. So should, should I, should, should I, should I put it on? Yeah, the yeah. Put it on there. Yeah, put it on there. And uh, <laughs> so basically, what happened was uh, I was, I was scroll, I was like refreshing Twitter because there was only one spot left, and we were like, shit, Russell Westbrook is yeah, not on this yeah. spot. Like I was both happy and sad because I, I want Russell Westbrook to be there. You know, I would be sad he was if he was not there, but I would be happy then that you know I could I could like pull your leg and I, and then Shams <laughs> Shams tweeted out the list before they posted the first the last person and in that list I mean I was just I just just looked at the list and obviously Westbrook has a very big name so it immediately caught my eye and I was like oh should Westbrook is there and then they then they put out Anthony Davis and I was like what. Why is Anthony Davis? Isn't there only one? Isn't there spot? only one spot left? And I was like, shit! I was confused. And then they put out the Russell Westbrook as the last one. I was both happy and sad. I was like, happy, okay, you know, he's a good player. He should be on this list. And uh, sad because then I couldn't like uh, screw with you. So, 
Yeah. Thank God. I I was I I had faith. That's why I I told you the uh, Bucks are gonna get beaten by Heat and Russ is gonna make the list. I made two predictions. Both of them came correct, and I was like, uh, why doesn't this work in other facets of life? Why does this only work here? Where there's no <laughs> nothing to be gained. <laughs> yeah, what we'll do is we have uh, five sets of fifteen, right? We'll talk about one oh. uh, snub each time. Each every fifteen list, we'll talk about one snub. I think five snubs are. All there are. I mean, I noted down only five snubs. I don't know if you have more snubs. I mean, I don't have snubs as such. I, I just, I'm overall just One, two, disappointed three, four, with, uh, with. So if you if you look at you you talk about that one person, the the most uh, the person who you felt was most snubbed. No, I mean like who had a real potential, uh, like a chance to be that we were all saying he was a lot. Oh, yeah, Dwight Howard. Uh, your personal. I think Dwight Howard was. Okay. I think for you, Dwight. Yeah, I think Dwight Howard. However, you cut it, slice it, you know, break it. Uh, he was absolutely a beast for eight years. If you'd have retired in beast. 2014, yeah. he would have been easily on the list. Yeah, absolutely, uh, absolutely right. If he had retired like three years ago, he would have been on the list. Nobody would have even questioned it, like, right? You know, and so that would never have been questioned. And, and that so that's the thing that I wanted to talk to you about is that I don't. I mean, this this that last. Seven or eight people that they put on the list is a representative of how, like, I don't know if the world is changing or, you know, yeah. I, I, I went too, philo- like, I was really depressed. I was very, very depressed for, like, uh, a day, a day, day or two. Because for me, mm-hmm. basketball is, like, a very, uh, one is, it it is a team sport. There is, like, it's, like, you, you cannot show me a team that was individually great that won a championship. Like, it's almost impossible for you to find a team like that. And generally, like, good teams will will beat uh, great players, right? So, it's always like that. And the second thing I like about basketball is that it everything is very meritocratic, which is uh, all the numbers are on, on display for everybody. How many rebounds you took, uh, mm-hmm. how much, what's your pass person. Like, everything is on display for everybody. So... If you want to actually have an objective understanding, like for example, if you're if you're trying to say which restaurant is the best, it's very difficult to have a objective look at it, right? Or which yeah. uh, which rapper is the best? Is it Jay Z? Is it Eminem? Like it's these are objective, very difficult to be objective about, right? Whereas basketball, okay. you can bring objectivity to it to to at least when you're comparing within eras, po- with. Around eras, it's very difficult. Like, it's easy for you to compare, you know, uh, like a Carmelo to Russell Westbrook to Kobe. Like, it's very easy because they play in the same era. What they did on court, is it's just, it's like in your face. Like, you don't have to go that far to, to see it. And despite all of that, right, people have made some atrocious decisions, right? And for me, it's, it's an example of where uh, the emphasis of basketball is going. And this is very philosophical. Like it's a, it's it's, oh. it's too philosophical for me. Oh, it's too, please bring it up. It's bring too it philosophical, up. right? <laughs> it's because I think that you know we always have to. If if basketball is a team sport and winning is a team sport, you have to you have to uh, reward the people who are who are extremely important for winning, right? Not just people who have extremely good skill over at, at athletic. Like I don't think Russell Westbrook is very skilled. He's a he's a athletic mm. player. He's got 
immense like drive you know all of that stuff but he's not a very skilled player as such right and he's not that's the reason why he's not very useful for winning because he's unable to like curb his like his athletic abilities because that's the only way he can be extremely uh useful to a team is by going 100 miles an hour for you know every possession that's his key to key strength for winning and so if you look at my list the list that i i sent out on the on instagram like the last four or five spots are all for like the people that help teams win championships clay thompson manu ginobili tony parker pogasol because i felt like you have to reward these pe- players because they are actually individually very good players like clay thompson could have easily been a 25 point scorer in any other team right he's already a 21 point scorer extremely important but for him to not be on that list or not even given a above Carmelo or above AD or above Damian Lillard for me was like not giving due to the people that actually help you win championships. So <laughs> what you do? <laughs> no, no, something. My hand slipped over. Um, I mean, I, I, I think the only argument against that case is that you know this is i mean see i completely agree that you know you have to reward winning because i i think we could make the case that without clay that offense would have got stagnated because everyone just puts pressure on steph Mm. like clay is that release that person who steph can pass the ball to and he doesn't even need five seconds on the shot clock like in three seconds he can do his job which makes Draymond Green effective, which makes an Andre Godala effective, which makes that entire system move because they know that we have to either find Steph or Clay. Mm. The problem with this heliocentric models is always that you know who the helio is. You know the sun. You know that if you clamp down Harden in the rocket system, you clamp down Durant in the OKC Thunder system, you can't clamp down LeBron. But all these systems where it revolves around one person who has the ball most of the time, it, it won't go far because there is no release point. There is nothing. You... You can't trust the ball in the hands of a Barbosa. You can't trust the hands in the ball of a Draymond Green. Mm. So, I understand that. And even Pogas, like you, love to keep saying, you know, he's, the, he's got the highest win share uh, of any non-finals MVP in a winning championship. Correct? Yes. So, yes. Thing. Uh, I agree. But I, I think uh, Pogas, for me, was... I, I could not... I absolutely could not believe that he did not make it there. Because... The NBA loves to herald people who, you know, like uh, have done good things for the NBA in the league by playing and then outside the league also. And uh, Paul is a wonderful ambassador of the game. He is he was a beast all those years when he was. No, but the league. point. I, I think they. The point. By, is, no, no, Ashwin. This the point is that it's not the NBA. No. This is what I'm trying to uh, get at. Is like, it's it's not the NBA that is choosing it, right? It's the media and the players, right? So the but don't you believe that a lot of people, if they vote, then the errors no, reduce? There's something no, called wisdom no, of the no, crowd, no. right? There is a there is the wisdom of the crowd, no, but no. there is also this thing called bias, right? So uh, the thing that I was mm-hmm. trying to uh, trying to like talk, and the reason that I was depressed is because what has happened is that uh, if you if you create a create a pool of people, right? So for example, if you create a pool of people who are uh, who are a certain modern people no who are a certain uh, uh, kind like it's not easy to understand how to play in a team if you haven't played in a team 
that wins okay like you won't understand what it takes like you will never under, like camelo will never understand what it takes to be a manu jinobre like it takes a lot yes. to sacrifice how good you are for the greater good which is the winning and 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 winning for such a long time right and so and there are very few of those people that exist in this world who can take that role there are very few people who who understand that this is what is required to win and those are the kind of people that don't go out and they are not uh, you know uh, going to other media like other podcasts and like you know kind of i'm pretty sure camelo went and like he for like he campaigned himself for like four months four months to everyone who he knew had a vote on this list i'm just making this shit up but uh, i wouldn't be surprised <laughs> you know i mean i wouldn't yeah because i wouldn't i, I, I wouldn't be surprised who is there yeah they all yeah. know so i wouldn't be surprised yeah. but and manu jinobli i feel bad for him because he was on the promo of the nba 75 right and he didn't get into the yeah. list <laughs> and that was even more sad for me because <clears throat> he was in the promo they invited him to be a part of the promo either the nba was so sure manu jinobli was going to get in that they were like ah manu to i mean how yeah. is manu not going to get in? i mean we didn't even we we both debate on every single thing but both of us were like manu no, yes, any, absolutely yeah, not. Yeah, we are yeah. not going to debate this yeah and what is that's what i'm trying to say is that it has the whole perspective has changed because there are certain kind of people that are in these positions of voting right if you if you only take like if you take the the celtics the winners or you take the spurs or like how can the most winning franchise Lakers. for 20 years have only one person in the top 75 list that is ridiculous absolutely right so yeah. so uh, that's the concern for me it's just that like why is damon I mean, they had david robinson also i'm just saying no this is outside david robinson's career also they were the most winning franchise oh, okay. uh, post david robinson also right and david robinson w- was in the list even before timmy got drafted so it has nothing to do with his post timmy career right so it's just for me it, uh, yeah so i mean exactly from the 96 to 2021 even with these bad two years i'm sure the spurs have an amazing win loss record no they're number 1 across this 25 still years they're still number 1 they're number 1 even with the last they're two years number 1 okay, yeah right so so that's and, uh, that's my point that, that that is a travesty absolutely right the second thing is i would have been okay if tony parker did not make it and uh, ginobili made it i would have been like yeah. fine i understand you should have at least I, like i understand if you, I if you have four people from the lakers 80s team three people from the boston celtics team oh. right three people from the chicago celtics dynasty like three people from the lakers dynasty then why do you have one person from the spurs dynasty that just makes no sense to me uh, you have one person from the pistons dynasty you know pistons have three championships have been only one person on the thing so and the pistons also played similarly to the spurs pistons also my second favorite team of all time I, it's just like for me i thought <laughs> you know it's just uh, i mean why is joe dumas not there i don't get it it's very uh, i don't yeah, get it you yeah. know like i think there's a lot of some sort of uh, very unexplained bias where they decided some teams can have multiple players in this list but some teams can't i mean how can you have isaiah dumas uh, isaiah thomas without joe dumas joe dumas won the final mvp yes. that uh, second yes. and, and i'll tell you why that's what i was trying to tell. that's what i was trying that, that's what i'm trying to put the perspective and i'm not getting the right words like you create a group of people right now these group of people have learned to play only one way like all these clyde drexlers carl malones they just know how to play one way like they're not 
they don't know how to like they don't know how to play winning basketball because they were not part of the winning basketball teams and the people who are in the winning basketball teams are very small compared to the people who have not played winning basketball they are either writing on the beat or they are writing you know they write they write for new york times whatever it is but they don't know how it is to win basketball championships over a long course of time like even the great kobe bryant had to like give up his whole like i'm the i'm the main person of the team and like get his teammates involved to win his two championships right we all saw it like we saw the drama unfold where he just tried tried and he couldn't do it and he said you know fuck it i'm just going to like listen to phil i'm going to play exactly how phil wants and we're going to win championships right and so that that was my thing which is like the reason damian lillard is on that list is simply because the style of basketball he plays right he's got that you know damn time and you know like popularity contest and right like for example they always very instagram yeah a generation so like tiktok generation right for example oh. like they'll always when they compare to basketball players they'll say you know uh, russell westbrook has i mean I, i'm taking russell westbrook just for the sake of yeah, I, i think he should be in the top 10 like he sh- he has eight all star game all star appearances like all star is a popularity vote it has nothing to do with mm-hmm. winning playing winning basketball like it it is it's a pure popularity vote especially in this new generation like before okay there was i think only coaches and players coaches and media were allowed to i don't think people, no they had vote they had they had votes back then also no, they had pe- uh, popular votes votes no, back then no people were no man how would you collect all these yeah, there yeah. was no internet before fuck yeah they used to they they used to send in the votes the, the votes were not as much as they are today because you today you can vote on twitter and everything but back then also there was a fan vote the starters were decided by fans I, i don't think so man I'm pretty sure that yes, yes, yes. I'm sure yes. we will verify this. Yes. We will do the thing. I think, I think, I think the fan voting started uh, during uh, mid 2000s. You know what? We'll check it right. Why? Why okay. should we delay this? Thing? Uh, oh God, please don't let me be wrong. Fan voting. NBA stars. that's when like zaza pachulia started becoming a lot and then this you know then they no 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 that is all i mean you're right it was there but uh, i i think the thing has been there for a while or i don't know the percentage of how much it counts or something that but fan voting was not very no 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 earlier uh, earlier earlier it was only fan votes and whoever got the top fan votes were selected also selection the starting five were were selected ah ah so the starting five from each conference consists of three front court and two guards selected by combination of fan player and media voting fan player and media in 2017 they put that weights ah they put the weights mm. prior prior to 2013 fans selected two forwards and one center instead of generic front court players ah nba in 2003 began offering all star ballots in three languages english spanish and chinese so in 2003 they began that thing oh okay before 2003 uh, but mm, that i don't know uh, 
when did fan voting start when did fan voting start for the all nba all star game not fan voting how i mean huh. how would they vote without the internet bro ha ah, 2003 it began yeah 2003 oh i was correct again what you are correct or no ah, then what i told you fan voting what started like mid 2000s vinith you are back after the small technical glitch and uh, i think you were talking very passionately about what direction it has gone and i think we got more of it so to commemorate that we are going to talk about the next 15 top players we're going to start with billy cunningham stephen curry anthony davis dave debuchier <laughs> clyde drexler tim duncan kevin durant julius erving Patrick Ewing, Walt Frazier, Kevin Garnett, George Gervin, Hal Greer, James Harden, John Havlicek, Elvin Hayes. A man. Hayes. That's Elvin. the 30th number. Elvin Hayes. And Elvin, Elvin Hayes. Mm. The second greatest, greatest player in the 70s. And the Vinic's, uh, my, my. Yeah, Vinic's very favorite player. Very favorite player. Uh, man, I, I think for me, the biggest... not necessarily disappointed but like i could not understand it like they could not find a place for pao manu or dwight or you know tony parker all those people but they somehow managed to find a place for anthony davis like literally anthony davis has uh, i i don't think he's done anything to i mean he's always shown great potential but i i didn't really understand the point of you know putting him i mean they if they had put luka i would have still thought that okay this is one of those shack kind of uh, things and mm. that would have been better but for someone who has played since 2011 like he was a number one seed in 2000 number one uh, draft in 2011 10 years he's played and uh, i mean they, they could have easily taken off bill walton and like in retrospect i i think just that whole romanticism of you know ah, bill walton one of the top, original top 50s we can't take him off uh, yeah it's 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 a little weird i mean i i was very happy like you were talking about you know i was very happy because Russell Westbrook that was there otherwise i would have been raising hell right now and no but how would you have reacted i mean how would you have reacted i mean like like for you you know like when we were discussing this like for me mm-hmm. russell westbrook was like in the i mean he was a top 25 player but if you just looked at guards right like even in this case yes. i think russell westbrook was like maybe russell westbrook and damian lillard were like the last guards to be selected like you know like you was you said steve nash to never would have made it you had you didn't even consider I, you didn't even consider jason kidd till i told you about jason kidd so how are you no, thinking no, no. how no 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 that's not that is not that's not true i had jason kidd on my list but then when i thought that will jason kidd take away russell westbrook from jason kidd <laughs> then i had to fight against him. then i realized no jason kidd is not fighting against then 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 it became a chris paul versus yeah, so Russell. so i know that See, so, for me yeah so for you you are always uh, like the reason you hate chris paul is not because you hate chris paul but you hate chris paul because he takes away russell westbrook's like all star words and all this absolutely right but no, but no doubt but about. if you had to be an unbiased person wouldn't you think cp3 was a lock like just based on body of work absolutely right? absolutely i mean so, just So that's my question. So based upon yeah. So that's my question. Impact on both ends of the. Board. That's my question, right? Like that's what I'm trying to get is like the thing that I like about basketball is that you, if you are a person who is unbiased, there is enough data for you to like get into it and figure out like an unbiased opinion. Like it's not that difficult like to do that. And yet, but that's what no. I mean, see, if you if you look at a Tony Parker or a Manu Ginobili, uh, 
I mean, if if they looked at things like all NBA teams, hmm. uh, all star teams, those kind of things, I'm pretty sure the people who got chosen were ahead of Ginobili at least. Yeah, and ahead uh, of Ginobili, but Tony Parker had Pagasal, Pagasal, Pagasal had eight, uh, had four four All NBAs, and two were second teams, two were third teams, or two, three, one of those hmm. uh, kind of things. All stars he had made, but. I think it must have come down to looking at those numbers. Because the problem is that even this objective number, sorry, even this objective number has a bit of subjectivity included in it. No, but that's my, that's like what I'm trying to get. They might reward a Tim Duncan. They might, like the coaches, coaches who, who select the all NBA teams, right? Like the coaches may select Tim Duncan because he's the head of the three-headed monster. Hmm. They will not give the same sort of, a, a, like preference to, because the all nba team automatically is a restrictive club like you have to be top 15 in the league or especially in those cases back back then uh, they had it by position hmm. so it's again like quite restrictive if they chose best five players in the nba that's fine that's great i'm sure people would have made it but even the description of a best five player in the nba i'm pretty sure at no point of time tony parker or manu ginobili or power gasol were ever uh, in in that, top in five players, top five in, the, players yeah. in the in that time. Yeah, yeah. Right. So again, the like I understand what you're talking about, but you're talking about that there is proof that these players were part of a winning culture. They were definitely one of the main reasons why Tim Duncan could did not have to become a forty point scorer. Like he could do what he had to do, which is at the end of the day what you want, right? Like you, it's not that any team who scores 100 points first will win the game. That's not how it works. Like, mm. you have to play at this end, that end. You have to make the right decision. You have to be able to sacrifice. You have to be able to let your ego aside. I mean, the most famous words ever uttered, the, the secret of basketball is that it's not about basketball. Yeah. It's not about whether you can score a bucket. It's about how do you maximize the team, team you have yeah. and get victories. Because at, Which is why, which is right. why the Detroit so, Pistons are my I mean, second favorite team of all time. Which is why. Because they had nobody. Like, if you look at the team. Yeah. They had nobody. They had no business winning two championships. They had no business winning two championships. And yeah. they would have three-peated. Uh, yeah, that's my yeah. point. Against the Lakers. Like, that's my point. It's just like, we need yeah. to reward and we need, like, that's the thing that I, I I feel like I'm trying to harp on. And I, hopefully this gets through in the podcast. Is this like I feel that this is going from like a a sport that I love to a popularity contest, and I was very yeah, depressed about which that. Which you hate. Which I hate. All your all your he- <laughs> with all your heroes would have <laughs> not <laughs> if this was a popularity contest. <laughs> like Dirk, who Tim Duncan, who what? how many fifty points game does he have? <laughs> does he have twenty consecutive forty point games? No. Oh, he's, he's not. Point games. No, no. Does he have eleven threes shot within the first five minutes of the fourth quarter of a game? That's <laughs> that's, not great. It's not great. Though. Yeah. So, so that's that's the thing yeah. that I was. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I, I think what you're talking about is the ESPN culture that has happened, which is uh, those highlight reels, uh, those you know, like those of crazy highlights, starts, yeah. which is like. Ah, uh, nine nine assists and only player in league history to have nine assists, eight rebounds, seven and a half uh, fouls. fouls. <laughs> Some crazy thing that Some they'll make yeah. up. This is the only person. This is why Kyrie uh, is so great. Uh, no, and also, I, yeah, yeah, I, I, you know, I never. Uh, go, go okay, okay. So go. I think uh, you're right. It's the ESPN culture that that I'm talking about. But 
I think the the more like weird part for me is uh, it like say you have a player like Clay Thompson or player like Manu Ginobili, players yeah. who are who are very good, but they have to like even Dwayne Wade when the Miami Heat won the two championships, he had to take a step back. Like the first time he was trying to compete with LeBron, and he's like, you know what, I can't. LeBron is too good. I'm going to take a step back. Chris Bosh took a step back. These and these people. You know, they they were looked down upon. I think the media were like, oh, Dwayne Wade had to like finally say LeBron's the man. Like it's like, yeah, because they want to win. Like if you're if two people are like fighting against each other, like what happened in the Kobe Shaq era, like you're never going to win, right? I mean, Shaq was so great and Kobe was so great that they won three championships in a row. But after that, it kind of like went down the drain. And and my my thing is that. With this, with this NBA 75 that they have selected, they have clearly given an indication that we don't give a shit about these people who have sacrificed for winning teams. Whereas we will give it to like Carmelo Anthony and Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis and Damian Lillard, who basically just had great numbers, were all stars, great players, but didn't do shit to win uh, championships over Clay Thompson or Manu Ginobili or Pagosol. Right. So that's it's a clear indication. It's like so anyone who wants to be in the NBA 100 is going to say, fuck it, I don't give a shit. Like, it doesn't matter if I win or no. If, I, if I'm, if i like, in the top 15 scorers uh, of all time, I'll get into the NBA. Like, you know, it's it's become, it, it's a clear indication of that. And that's what I don't like. I, I think uh, in this section, you've sort of made it a little more clear as yeah, to yeah. what the gripe is. Well, I, I, what exactly it was all in my head, you know, for three days. I couldn't, like... Articulate it out, but now that I've articulated like four or five times, I don't think it's come out properly. I think that's what you have to do. We have to record each podcast four or five right. times. And then like the perfect <laughs> podcast comes out. Articulate. <laughs> <laughs> no, but is that is that uh, how you is that what you felt like? What was your feeling about the? I mean, obviously, I know you, the only name you cared about is Russell Westbrook. Like you didn't give a shit about the other seventy six, uh, other seventy five. Yeah, I mean, I. Uh, most of the other people, I mean, just just to make it clear, I, th- I think Vineet won that uh, that little competition we had where uh, we would predict who it was. In my defense, though, I did not pick Dominic Wilkins because I, I mean, I did not think that he was not going to make it, but I knew that he was going to make it. But I was trying to decide 96 onwards who the players would be. Uh, Dominic Wilkins was uh, like a little uh, older by that time. That's what I felt. That's why I did not name him. But uh, whatever the rules of the thing, whatever we decided. Oh my God! So now onwards, season finally. five will be only only Vinith, only Vinith will be saying season five baby. <laughs> anyway, but uh, isn't isn't that what what there on season on season five already? Isn't the season baby no, my no. voice? So no, season five is your voice. Baby is my voice. Oh, season okay, five okay. is your voice. Okay, okay, okay. Ah. ah, and little bit. <laughs> okay, nice. Uh, no, because I could not decide what to do. Like, I was like, oh, fine. Yeah. I'll be like, okay, we'll take his voice also, we'll put my voice also. Because it's season five, so you know, you have to do. It will, it's it's uh, not. Yeah, you have to be division of division of credit. <laughs> anyway, my my thought was, uh, see, I, most of the people I thought would make it did make it, and. I was very, very sure that the per people, at least we agreed, would make it, would definitely make it. Like, especially when Gary Payton made it, I was like, okay, now to Manu Ginobili, ka ban, like, he has to be there. Tony Parker, I was, but like, 
Chris Paul to definitely would have been there. I thought Chris Webber might definitely have been there. I did not think they would go and bring back Bob McAdoo. Uh, Paul, Ray Allen and Paul Pierce were two people that we we kind of decided would not be there. I I I uh, I said Paul Pierce uh, sh- should be there, and you were like, no, he's not done. Well, uh, Paul Pierce also I I think should have made it, but Ray Allen, I don't know. I, yeah, even I, I felt they like they should have taken only one out of Real or Regimental. Uh, yeah. I, I think it should have been Regimental. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, over, especially over, you know, uh, a Manu. Or, or, or even, I mean, let's say Dwight. Dwight. I mean, I think for, for me, like, Manu and to- Tony. Dwight, yes. Dwight. Tony and Pau Gasol, you can say, okay, secondary, maybe they would have, if they had their own teams. But And Pau had his own team and he was great. He was also two times. Like, it's this is ridiculous. Right. Right. No, even Pau Gasol no, had was, Pau. Uh, Memphis. Memphis Pau Gasol mm. was a beast. You know, he was a 22-12 mm. player. Um, anyway, so the, uh, Dwight Howard just was a clear indication of media not liking him for the last eight years. That's yeah, it. That, that, means, that's it. that is so... That's that it. is like one of the horriblest uh, things that they did. Absolutely. Uh, I was, I think... Just because, uh, I, I don't know, like Shaq... Yeah, so disrespectful. That guy is a three-time... Defensive player of the year. No, he was the for best five year yeah. on the best team in the East. Yes, and I think he was for three or four years. Yeah, three or four years he was also in the top MVP voting. I mean, he had to be there. There was no. Huh. Yeah. Beat LeBron's team. And, and even when he was playing, the at the, I think even when he played in the Houston uh, Rockets team, he was averaging what twenty-seven or twenty-six, fourteen or something like that. Uh, it wasn't bad. Uh, he was injured a lot, but. No, no, he played properly. I mean, if you know? can keep a Bill Walton who had, if you can keep a Bill Walton who had probably like three good years in his life, yeah, you absolutely can't be like, you know, Dwight Howard can't make it. Dwight Howard was an absolute beast on mm. both ends. It's ridiculous. I can't believe the NBA was like, no, you all of you are fired. Like, we'll put Dwight Howard in. You, all of you are fired. All of you are absolutely ridiculous. This is absolutely, but I, this is, this is the, this is where I think that your entire thing about, you know, that, the player, the people chosen to make the vote, like give the votes itself, are not qualified enough to do this thing. I mean, Dwight. It's not like Dwight only had individual success. Like his team, team was very good. Kept going deep into the uh, into Lions, the yeah. Eastern Conference again, year after year after year. Yeah. Went to the finals. Four four two, they lost. You know, but they were competitive. They were amazing team, well coached, but had only one legit star. Everyone else was like sort of just you know making up numbers. Rosad Lewis and her Turkaloo, uh, what is that little guy? That uh, Jameer Nelson. Jameer like, Nelson. You have never heard of those players after, after that. Yeah, after that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so that was pretty terrible. That, that's just a bad thing. And I feel, I feel that I mean, NBA was that not expecting it, like because I think maybe the NBA didn't see the results before they like shot the NBA seventy five because they had Dikembe Mutombo there. Because I also thought like like some some older players that I thought was snubbed like I think Dennis Johnson was snubbed I don't know why Dennis Johnson was not there I, even in the NBA 50 and also NBA yeah. 75 because Dennis Johnson not only won championships with like he was the point guard for the Boston Final MVP MVP Sonics yeah, the Celtics. Celtics yeah, yeah exactly. so it's like he's the second sec- second best player for one championship and third best player for two championships and the finals MVP for one of those like like what else do yeah. you want from I never understood Right? Like, what else do you want? Like, why is... I mean, there are certain people like Ray Allen. I mean, come, I love Ray Allen. But, like, come on, man. Like, he hasn't done, like, 
his bo- his great body of work was when with he was with the Boston Celtics the you know the big 3 and then the Miami Heat but as, as on the Seattle he was okay he was like a team actor or a Vince Carter like i i have no problems Milwaukee. yeah sorry with Milwaukee like i have no problems with not having Vince Carter or or team act because they they were good and they they ran a team but they didn't have like that peak success right but guys like Dennis Johnson and 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 Manu Pau they went you know they went to the championship they won it they won they did everything that they had to do and you should credit that like you know it's not easy to win championships oh absolutely yeah like 30 teams and only one of them wins yeah uh, at least 16 teams and Manu the, and Tony won four like this uh. you know like i i don't get it man like either, either tim duncan is the best player ever to play nba <laughs> you know because, like think about it right the 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 boston celtics had won 11 championships they have five players out of that in that those teams five or six uh-huh. players they have out of that team right every other like yeah. dynasty they have at least four but this spurs dynasty one player so that, is that how great tim duncan was like it it you know i I'm, i'm happy to i'm happy to take that i'm happy to take him but i know it is not true <laughs> Yeah, you know, I know it's not true. I mean, ah, uh, uh, but uh, I was it's a lot of lot of. Uh, oh no, you're stuck again. No, you're not stuck. You're just smiling and thinking. Am I stuck? No, no, no. You are smiling and thinking. So it looked like as though you were stuck. Okay. Ah, uh, no, I I was thinking about like Jordan had uh, like Scotty and Rodman on his team. Yeah. And, every uh, every every big he had. Now Bob McAdoo as well. Like, uh, Bob like, McAdoo, Johnson, James Worthy, Magic Johnson. Now yeah. Bob McAdoo. Bob McAdoo. So and, yeah, so there is no. It's just it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. To yeah. be to I mean, be playing of ridiculous. 18 years. Anyways, fuck it. I was so mad. I mean, now that anger is all. I mean, I had somehow made peace with it by making memes, and now like all that anger is coming back again. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, just to cool you down, we're going to talk about the next 15 top players. Mm. It's in no particular order. I mean, it's in alphabetical order. So, uh, whatever parents, their parents named them. That's how this is coming out. Allen Iverson, LeBron James, Magic Johnson, Sam Jones, Michael Jordan, Jason Kidd, Kawhi Leonard, Damian Lillard, Jerry Lucas, Karl Malone, Moses Malone, Pete Maravich, Bob McAdoo, Kevin McHale, and the original George Michael. Now George Mike and the the George. original giant. George Mike and the Mi- original. Yeah, I think it was a six foot six giant. Yeah, six foot. Oh, so big. At least how so big? <laughs> oh, so big. <laughs> <laughs> the giant George Mike. Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Uh, I mean, I I think we've talked about all the thing. I I don't want to talk about this much, but just like in one sentence or two sentences, did Kyrie deserve to be in this uh, top seventy five list? No. No, I mean, looking at the kind of people who no, made it. No, uh, no, I mean, like the pure skill players. No, still, no, still no. No. Oh. I mean, the worst part it's is he's going to make sentence. it. He's going to make it in the NBA hundred, and it's just going to be like. Uh, you think so? Yeah, I mean, just I told you, it's the, it's the direction it's going in, right? It's just going in that direction, and mm. and Kyrie for better. But in twenty five years, who's going to remember Kyrie Irving? You think they'll remember him in twenty-five years? What we do? What 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 is twenty-five years? Not that bad, dude. We we 
Kobe Bryant started playing 25 years back. I mean, the podcast will be the podcast will be 35, 30 years old. Dude, Kobe Bryant. Season 30, baby. Kobe Bryant started playing 25 years back, and we remember him. 96. That's a good point. But that's Kobe Bryant. Kyrie away. I'm just saying, right? Well, all of those people during Kobe Bryant's time, right? Timmy, KG, Stefan Marbury, they're all that era. Vineet, talking about the present day NBA, the Lakers. I saw the. I saw the first two games the Lakers played. Uh, Rusty would be a very kind way to say it. It's just that all of them seemed very unsure about what their place in the attack is. Westbrook had no idea how to operate when LeBron is there with him. Uh, that was my initial lesson. Like when Westbrook is not running and LeBron is there on the court, it seems like Westbrook does not, cannot do what he uses to do, which is, you know, use his speed. Uh, grab the second defender, pass the ball out because LeBron is there as well. So now he is just easily he's just passing the ball to LeBron and going and standing somewhere, which is you know not a job that he's going to be good at. It's, it's it's not in his role or it's not in his best interest or the team's best interest for ha- to have Russell Westbrook as a star, spot up shooter. That's a really bad place for him to be. At. Another thing that I noticed was a lot of the uh, Lakers' offense was. Uh, just, you know, get the ball and then think about what you're going to do. Which was in severe juxtaposition to what the Warriors uh, offense in that opening day was. Which was, the ball goes from one hand to the other. Like, you know, moving. It's almost like a Denver offense where the players are not standing. They are moving and the ball comes to them while they are moving. Yeah. So, while they are moving, they know, sort of have an idea of, you know, what they're going to do. Like, at least five, six baskets in the fourth quarter when the game was close, the Warriors, when they made that final run of theirs, was just the ball being in the center of the paint, all eyes on them, and the ball doesn't stick there. Immediately, it passes off. Mm. And there's a guy cutting to the basket, gets fouled, gets free throws, makes a basket, easy layup, because they are not doing any sort of thinking. Like, their natural instinct is not to be like, get the ball, mm, one. Two, three. They are already moving, which is which is great because the defense itself is now like nobody knows. You know, they're playing man. Nobody knows what they're going to do. If two people are looking at that side, then that's it. Two people are drawn towards the ball there, and the ball goes to the person who forgot that their man is not there. Yeah. Like it's very confusing, especially for a team which is not very set. Um, in my opinion, I think Russell Westbrook should play with the reserves when they come back. He should not take the floor with LeBron James. Mm. That is not a good place for them to be at. He has to swallow his pride and be that. For the team to win, I have to elevate a group of players who need elevation. Not I can't elevate LeBron James. I'm not going to be able to make him play much better. Mm. Because he is the primary ball handler. He is not doing that much driving to the basket. He is becoming a jump shooter. Which means he needs some space. Which means I can't be the one restricting the space. I can't have another, like, you know, I have to have one person straight, straight true to me. I can't have them cheat off of me. Which means I have to play with the Wayne Ellingtons. I have to play with the THTs. I have to play with Malik Monks. I have to play with those people and get them free shots. Like, I am pretty unguardable in the open court. The problem is when the defense is completely set. That time, my limitations come out true. So if I, drive in and kick the ball out then I've got shooters all around I can really be of help then but 
playing on the same time as LeBron James is not going to be the most effective thing for him. Like those assists are just, you know, it, it's not what he's best known for. It's not what his advantage is. Mm. So, but do you think he'll make that adjustment? That's what I feel about the Lakers thing. That's a question. Now the question is now the especially question especially especially you. Carmelo having Carmelo also there. Ha. Huh. So I, I think Carmelo. That's what I think. So my question to you is: Who do you think will initiate the adjustment? Do you think uh, a Westbrook or a Melo? I think is already even in Portland. He was the sixth man. He was in that second string. So. Mm. He sort of understands that that's what his career right now is at. Westbrook is a little younger, so he will have a little bit more ego there. So now the question is, do you think LeBron goes to Westbrook and says, this is what you have to do? Do you think the coach goes to Westbrook and says, this is what you have to do? Or what I think will happen is LeBron tells the coach and the coach tells Westbrook that this is what he has to do. Mm. Well, I mean, Or is there something else that you think? Um... I mean, the problem with Westbrook, like, is the problem that any, like, these, like, big high ball usage players have is they don't know what to do when they don't have the ball, right? And, you know, they don't run screens, they don't run flares, they don't run, like, they don't do anything. They just, like, like Harden or Luca. in they, this case. They don't run. They, they don't run. They just don't the do anything. They're, yeah. just, they're just spoiled in that sense, which is like, ah, oh, we're just going to, like, stand and, you know, we don't have to do anything after that. And uh, I feel like... I feel Westbrook, I mean, see, this is where, like, I just, I don't like Westbrook in that sense. It's like, he may be very difficult. I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, if it was any other person, I, mean, I would I know say. that, see, I know that if, if you had to, I know if you had to choose 100 players, you would choose them first before choosing Westbrook. Because for this role, fit for in this your role. scheme of things. For this role, yeah. Exactly. At the, especially at this age, when the athleticism is also not like not there, like the, you know, twenty-three-year-old uh, Westbrook or twenty-four-year-old Westbrook. So my question is, do you think there is a solution for this? Do you think? Because uh, another solution is the Lakers just trade Westbrook by the by the trade deadline in December. They're like, okay, bye bye. Didn't work out. You know, no hard feelings. Move on. So, hmm. do you think there is any way for them to salvage this situation? Is there any sort of adjustment that they can make? Yeah, I mean, I think like I said, Westbrook plays with the second string. I think that uh, it's a little too early to judge. I mean, you know, it's just game three. Mm. Um, I think that maybe uh, around like game 15, game 20, you'll have more clarity on what everyone is able to do or not able to do. Um, And getting rid of Westbrook now would be not easy. It's a big contract and it's in the middle of the season. Won't be. It will be probably. I think. Easy. Uh, what, what do you What do you think about a Ben Simmons for Russell Westbrook trade? Westbrook plays in 76ers, and uh, Ben Simmons comes to Lakers. Yeah, it could work. Increases that defense. Can't do anything while shooting, but the pace is still there, and you know, defensively they get really stronger. Yeah, it's possible. And I think maybe sports probably. No? Yeah, it's. I think it's definitely. I possible. I think it's. I think it would be a. I think it would be a great trade for both teams. Mm, both because teams. they already have, I mean, they. I think uh, Philadelphia already has a point guard who is quick and can't shoot that well. So mm. for them, but who is not ready to play. But so they get a Russell Westbrook, ferocious, is ready to play. Uh, you know, and uh, Joel Embiid 
like that that pick and roll combo plus he's got they've also got shooters all around the place i, I think i think i think it's a great trade i think that's why this whole uh you know clutch media clutch sports uh, thing has happened that they wanted to somehow get ben simmons to lakers but they didn't know how to do it it has already happened once before in the all star trade also if you remember hmm. they did trade westbrook for uh, ben simmons so they traded westbrook for that right? no in the, in the all star oh, the all star draft oh all star draft yeah 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 okay yeah yeah, yeah. So I feel this is one of those long cons where what happens is Westbrook just eventually goes to Philadelphia and Ben Simmons comes to Lakers. You think and it's a long uh, con? Yeah, exactly because this is one they they might think that nobody has seen it, but Ashwin Gopinath from the Wallace Bay India podcast has, has seen, seen it. it. No, I have seen this. If most. if if you're saying is there a possibility? It is it is a possibility. I mean, we all know that. Uh, you know clutch sports like to keep because it. you see because what daryl what daryl morey saying that it's not that if somebody says give us ben simmons we're going to be like okay take it just give us whatever you can no he's still under contract that means we will extract the max maximum value if he wants to break contract we will take a superstar and give a, give him we are not going to be like oh, okay give us just some seventh draft pick future yeah, picks yeah, yeah. and then take this guy because he's not playing he's not going to do that hmm. so I think Westbrook qualifies his criteria of being superstar, wanting to play, and you know take Simmons away. This is not we don't want this kind of player. I mean, because he does not want to play Simmons, and he's used that other mental health card as well. So now he can't even say anything. What I guess you know. So, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it would be. I I think it's I I. I I mean, I, I, when it comes to all these like deceitful things, I trust your instincts more than mine because I don't really, like, I, I don't see the long con so clearly like the way you do. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> like you are more in tune with like uh, shady things. Like you know, you you quickly like oh, wow, wow. No, I mean like wow. Come on, amongst the both of us. Now I'm not saying that you are a shady person, but like wow, when it wow. <laughs> No, I mean, like sometimes I I remember like once we will sometimes be discussing like some conversation that happened. You'll be like, I think he's trying to do this and this and you're like, oh man, I never even thought about that. But like, you, your brain is like very quickly, you're very quick at like figuring out what are the intentions of someone, what is the intentions behind someone else's intentions. You know, like you go like five steps back. Ah, uh, but 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 I'm like only thinking of the consideration set. I. what i'm saying might be wrong but i think it's a possibility that you uh-huh. know this is why they, from the beginning of last season this is what they've been grooming to mm. to get ben simmons to la to play for the lakers but they didn't know how to do it so they've been trying to figure this out five years because imagine why would a lebron james team take on an aging russell westbrook like it doesn't make any sense to Well, I mean, Russell Westbrook is a phenomenal player. I, I, that, with his, with his, with his, with his forty million dollar contract, mm. like they basically gave everyone away, and they're like, "Give me Westbrook." So I, I think that's what this is gearing up to. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, if it's wrong, then you know, this is all for like time. I'm wrong. Is this all for Space Jam Three? <laughs> Because I mean, for that championship well, because because I mean, if you're right, I mean, if if uh, if Clutch has all their clients in the biggest market, mm-hmm. LeBron, Ben Simmons, and uh, Anthony Davis. 
AD. Yeah. yeah. Then imagine the amount of money they can make with just like LA and movies and sponsorships and everything. Like you know, like absolutely. It makes much more. It, they'll make much they'll more. All, yeah. They, they'll. And maybe this the is biggest, you know uh, what you know what now that you have got me thinking. Maybe this is a way for for yeah. for LeBron to to buy a piece of the Lakers, get all the top players yeah. into him, and then just basically go to Genie Bus and Silson. Pay me. Give me the money. Pay me. <laughs> Give me, yeah, bit of, bit of. Because I don't think uh, Jeannie Bus has a kid, but, right? I mean, she's uh, married. She dated Phil Jackson, but I don't think she has kids. So it's like, uh, that. I think they are married. I, I think I'm not sure though. I don't think they're married. But I think they're married. I don't think. Check it out. I don't think they have kids. Go for it. Go with your assumptions. So I, ah, I th- yeah. So maybe this is like, a, oh, you have no one to like give it to. But what about me? <laughs> what is it some indian uh, kingdom <laughs> oh you don't have any kids fine i will take your kingdom yeah <laughs> but like someone they have she has to pass it on to somebody who is she going to pass it on to? i don't think it's hers to pass it on what the lakers is it a family are... business like, is it a family thing yeah it's a family when she's the only i don't think i think she has a brother right but she owns like the bus family like she has she she is the ah she is the majority GM shareholder now. yeah uh, okay. Not GM, sorry, owner. Yeah. Okay, I mean, that, that, but but I'm not even thinking of that. I'm thinking of from the. No, but I mean, like why not? Why not go long, enough money long for generations? Long, long con. No, but I'm saying that. Okay, but I'm saying the the train goes through the championship route and not train is not like I'm going for the money. You get the championship. Imagine if these the class three clutch like you said, three of clutches top uh, players all in the same city. Winning championships, it'll be like crazy. Mm. You will never be able to pay them enough money. There will be that much money flowing in that area. Mm. So that's what I feel. I mean, this is a good conspiracy theory. I think my uh, I have a very good bad feeling that it'll, it'll you know come true, and I'll be really sad because I'll mean Westbrook is going to be traded like for the third time in three years. This is, but you know, such is life. Such is life. And yet, yet you yet you are on the Russell Wait. Westbrook bandwagon. You were never, you Always were on the, like, okay. your, your story is the best. You were never a Westbrook fan. No, we are not. No. <laughs> yes, that's true. But we are not going to go there because uh, in life, sometimes people change and so do uh, fan fandoms change because people change. We have to be like, no, we can't do this. We have to do this. <laughs> we will move on to the fourth set of the 15 top players of the 75 list. Uh, we have, uh, well, yes, we have Reggie Miller, Earl the Pearl Monroe, nice. Steve Nash, Dirk Nowitzki, Hakeem Olajuwon, Shaquille O'Neal, Robert Parrish, Chris Paul, Gary Payton, Bob Pettit, Paul Pierce, Scotty Pippen, Willis Reed, Oscar Robinson, and David Robinson. What a, what a great list. Vidit, have you, uh, I mean, 75, see, imagine, like, I, I would assume that, uh, you know, 75 years. Maybe 10,000, 15,000 players have played in the NBA over this uh, 75 years. Much less and than that. I mean, each, there are 30 teams. No, but there were never 30 teams. No, there were never 30 players. teams. For the longest time, they had 16 teams. I mean, ah, so that's why. So if it's 450, then it would be like 30,000. So I've just like okay. half oh, okay, just okay, to okay. sort of figure it out. 15,000 players, 75 top, like, like, I mean, apart from Jordan, 
and you know bill russell i don't think anybody else but ever thought that they were you know your math is wrong because you are assuming a new player every year but they will be you know they, when they draft all those players and 60 players are drafted each year uh, okay man like fine my math is wrong maybe 10000 players there. okay 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 you have to do an absolute uh, oh you have to count how many players it. are drafted every year that's the best way to do it 60 Two yeah. rounds, so sixty, sixty players after each year. So then multiply that by seventy-five. Seventy-five. Three thousand. So four thousand five hundred. Not ten thousand. So about three thousand five hundred players is what yeah. what I think it's like three thousand to four thousand players have played NBA. Ah, okay. Well, that's amazingly low then. I thought at least ten thousand would be there. I thought you were some. Ma- I, 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 th- I thought I thought you were some math uh, love math and all you put on your Instagram. And now a simple, yeah, simple mathematics, and you're like, ah, ten thousand. No, we need to start supposed to be thirty thousand. But I was smart enough to get how it. Yeah, man, I know. Uh, how many players have played in the NBA? Jesus Christ! Please don't be wrong again. Wow. Four thousand three Who was right again? Me. I was wrong again. <laughs> I can't believe you counted that uh, way. But yeah. <laughs> like that, that's just... anyway, uh, like 30 then to... I mean, you would have to just count how many players were drafted every okay. year. Yes, that is correct. Absolutely correct. And uh, once again, wrongness has bequeathed me. I, 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 are you going to put it back again? Is there going to be? What a, I was? Is there going to be? A, no, no. I'm going to cut all this out. <laughs> No, no, I'll, I'll keep. <laughs> no, no. Anyway, anyway, yes, uh, like I was saying, so many five thousand players, and uh, this is like top seventy-five. This this must be what it feels like to get into IAMA or something. This, this is ninety-nine point nine nine percentile, like the top. That sort of feeling. Uh, you were I mean, also I, like ninety-eight percentile or something, right? You had a very high percentile in CAT, no? No, no. That, that was one year. The first time I wrote without mm. any expectation, I was uh, devastated because I got my, I think S five results, and I had failed every single subject. And so I was in in massive uh, depression. Like, oh God, what will happen to my life? Not depression, but you know that sadness. Yeah. Depression with the long term. Long term, I'm happy. It was short term, I was very sad. Yeah. And then I went and wrote the exam, and I had no chance at all. And I got uh, I think 97 percentile or something. But I could not make it because you know, engineer they look at engineering marks as well. Uh, yeah, but. Uh, can you put that in perspective what these people must be feeling like or uh, especially in today's world where getting these awards is a big deal i mean we saw how it felt like right you know dwight howard and ad were almost like going to punch each other while playing the game because i mean i feel like i'm sure ad knows how important and how big dwight howard was back in his time but dwight feels He's in a team that has four people in the NBA 75, and he's not there. You know, like it's you know, like I think they were talking to Dominic Wilkins when he got into it, and even though he got into it, he was like, you know what, like I should have been there 26 years back. Like he, he still carries yeah. that weight, you know. Uh, and I, I think they should. I mean, I think, you know, I think the Spurs should send a letter to the NBA and be like, what the fuck? They should do that. Absolutely. That. True. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a, it's it's good to be in that, but for the people that got slighted, I feel it's it's a burden that they will carry for a long period of time. 
Yeah, I mean, see, anytime you put a limit somewhere, there will be people who are, you know, just beyond the limit. Yes, just uh, beyond the limit. Anytime, yeah. like, so 75, you put 75, and even though you pick 76, there will always be people who know, like, a Clay Thompson who will feel that he was part of the best team of the 2010s, didn't get an, a nod, uh, unfair, probably because he's not played for the last two years, so that people have sort of forgotten. Ki, ah. But then someone like Ray Allen gets in, who was never... A great player, like a great three-point shooter, absolutely, but never a great player. Uh, I, I, like I, I, I want to hear. Yeah, I want to hear. The, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Carry on. I just want to hear the the reasoning for. Yeah. Ryan. So. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Like I, I can understand Paul Pierce as well. Right. Like finalist MVP, dangerous, like clutch uh, scorer truth. and uh, truth. Ray Allen, uh, absolutely. I would have... See, that's what I'm saying. No? Like, it should have been either Ray Allen or Reggie Miller and it should never have been Ray. not Reggie Miller. Yeah. Reggie Miller has got much more impact. Yes. And he uh, and he took his teams to like the finals and like, you know, twice and like... Yeah, he, he battled himself. He battled yes. Michael Jordan, yeah. you know, like not like in small games, like big games, like almost defeated him. Like, you know, I, I think that, that that matters, you know, like... Yeah, Going against absolutely. Michael Jordan twice, three and, 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 twice. and he started off the yeah, started off the whole you know like using the three point as a genuine weapon and not just only when you are really free do you attempt the three point. He started doing that thing. Yeah. From there, it has gone to where it has gone now. Now that analytics came in and the like people just shoot three for no reason. People like he was a three point shooter. Shoot shooting guard like he wasn't like Ray Allen yes. became a three-point yes. shooter as a specialist but he was like a three-point shooter shooting mm-hmm. guard like he that was a part of his awesome yeah so those kind I mean there'll always be things like that but I, I think even that times you have to sort of be like okay now this is a true positive now this is a false positive this is a false negative like some people who definitely should not have been left off the list where I mean, left of the list and we've talked about it as well so that's the only mm. gripe that i personally have because you're always going to have some people who will feel left out but at the end of the day you have to make sure those people there is still an excuse for those people mm. but nobody who really deserved to be there should have been left off okay. like i say right like you can uh, let go of a lot of uh, guilty men but don't jail an innocent man mm. oh this is the quote of the day. This because that that's just... <laughs> I never heard of it, but it's pretty good. Anyway. You never heard of it. No, no, no. But they say that's what justice system is based on, right? Like, you can uh, cast a hundred men in prison. No, sorry. Like, let a hundred guilty men roam free, but don't jail an innocent man. Mm. Because that'll just ruin everything. Anyway, we will start stop with this last discussion before. But before that, we'll talk about the last fifteen on the seventy-five list. We need. Yes. We will start with the worm, Dennis Rodman, the goat, Bill Russell, Dolph Shays, Bill Sharman, John Stockton, Isaiah Thomas, Nate Thurman, Wes Unseld, Dwayne Wade, Bill Walton, Jerry West, Russell Westbrook, Lenny Wilkins, Dominic Wilkins, and James Worthy. Mm. With that, that is the seventy-five list. And, uh, you know, I think, I think it's safe to say that, you know, congratulations to all the 75 players. They yes. have made the NBA what it is today. A reason for us to be relevant. But more importantly, for a game like basketball to grow to all corners of this world. Uh, 
I mean, it's, it's always fun to, you know, watch pioneers of any field, like anything, right? Like whatever it is, even if it is something as mundane as online teaching or whatever, it, it, you, you, if you've seen how it grows, though I've not seen, but you read a lot. I, I'm a student of the game. You read about all these things that they did back in 1946. There's also this controversy about this is this not being the 75th year of the NBA because the NBA yeah, started, by terminology yeah. came like 1949. Uh, but they added like yeah, an ABA, right. not ABA, I think it was NBL or NBL. It's the BAA. The BAA okay. and the NBL combined together and became the NBA. But oh, that right. happened. And so, like, you know, whatever nomenclature thing is there, but still, it's 75 years is not a short time for anything. And the growth that has happened, it becoming the favorites game in the in the world probably second to i mean obviously second to soccer but uh you know affecting so many lives and being such a fun game to play fun game watch. i don't think there's any game that is as much fun as basketball as much fun yeah that's true i mean maybe it's squash it's a dangerous I, game it's a dangerous i mean ice hockey i i think is a little close but probably ice hockey is too fast it's like it's very fast <laughs> <laughs> okay, can you skate, Vineet? No. I mean, I'm just learning how to swim. So, nice. next skating, next snow, ice skiing and all this stuff. Oh, wow. I mean, I can do it. Oh, okay. Mean, but I can't oh. I can't stop really well. I can, like, I can, if I put me on top of the slope, oh. I can come down without any problem. But when I have to, like, oh. actually, like, stop and, like, really, like... Uh, Navigate. Oh. Yeah, then it's not that easy. <laughs> okay all right uh we need to stop with this last thing that we're talking about i think i think you were alluding to it a little bit before that harden's productivity has gone down his production has gone down he's not uh and i think you were talking about him not getting that many calls anymore mm. uh i don't know if that's what you were talking yes, about yes, that's you've what forgotten I was what you were talking that's about. what i was going yeah. and, and I, I saw that game also against charlotte he did a lot of those moves which usually get him that he bumps the defender and then he gets the call it's not even like him doing the, you know, the lift up his yeah. hand, entangle the other person. So not even that. Not like either. a normal hardened drive also yeah. is not getting the calls anymore. So, so in my head, I, I think even the commentators are talking about it that now he's not getting the valid calls because it's James Harden. So mm. the rule is not even like stop offensive, uh, you know, interference. It's stop people like James Harden from getting those calls. Yeah, it's sort of been interpreted in a different way. I mean, I think it's okay. Maybe we should talk to our uh, good friend Ronnie Nan. Ronnie We should get Ronnie Nan and talk, to yeah. ask him about how he felt about the NBA seventy-five. That would be a good one. Hmm. I think that that philosophical aspect of it would be fun. Hmm. So yeah, I mean, have have you been able to watch any of those games? The, the Nets game. I think I watched the first one against the uh, Bucks. <coughs> ah, Bucks. Yeah. That's but after that, I have Bucks took care of business. Yeah. But have you? What are your first impressions? Bo- what have been your first impressions? Give me some first impressions of uh, I, certain teams. That first you... impressions was Bucks. Bucks. Bucks playing really well. Uh, as as in, Giannis uh, not taking it off because he won last time. He played that first game with that same intensity, and as long as Giannis has that intensity, I think the Bucks will do very well because. He like they look to him as their leader, and anytime there is like one of those kind of leaders, he has to you know punch first and punch hard. So 
using those kind of analogies. But uh, as in, you know, he he did not uh, take it easy in that uh, Nets game at all. At no time did he, whenever he was on the court, he was playing as hard as he could. And that gives all the confidence to a Grayson Allen, a Pat Connaughton. Uh, they, they are out. I think Brook Lopez played that game and he was also amazing. All those players feed off of his energy. So, uh, I, I thought he set the tone very well in that first game. Mm. I think Heat will be a trouble even for someone like the Bucks because uh, I think they've got the personnel to do it. It's just a matter of whether on that day, you know, on like, day kind of does Tyler Hero make those shots? Tyler Hero make those shots or does he not make the shots? Because when he makes those shots, he gets confidence and he takes more shots. Mm. He is able to, you know, do his thing. Jimmy Butler is like the amazing, consistent, you know, consistent, yeah. consistent, yes, exactly. And uh, on fire sort of person. Um, I, I think Charlotte is a little bit better than what we thought. Mm. And I, I, I feel so. I've not been able to watch a single Buck, uh, Bulls game and I really want to watch one of those games. So mm. I will be watching one of those games pretty soon. I, I think they played very well. Uh, every, everything has been clicking for them, but what will matter is whether they can, you know, like take, take it forward. forward yeah. And I yeah. really hope to God that they can because it'll be fun because Zach Levine is very good. Uh, Lonzo Ball is very good. And all those boys are pretty you know, decent. So that'll be fun. I think their first, their first meeting with any of the big, you know, teams, whether it's a Lakers or a Nets or a Bucks, I think that'll be a fun game to watch. And I think you are, uh, you are, I saw one of the 76ers game. I think your prediction of 76ers not being in the top three, I think that'll come through. And also your prediction of the Raptors not making any dent. And I think also my prediction uh, about Cleveland Cavaliers being good is going to come through. I am loving Mobley. I watched a Cleveland uh, Cavaliers game and uh, it was good. Uh-huh. They, they're playing the Nuggets tomorrow, I think. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. They, I don't know. I don't know if they'll defeat the Nuggets, but <laughs> not that good. Not actually. that good. But I, I told you that they might make a run for the play uh. or the playoffs. The the guy that I was th- I was talking I was thinking, and the now that I remember him is Evan Mobley. He's the new draft guy. Mm. He's like seven foot one or two, and like massive wingspan can run the floor. Just he's a really good man. Um, if he can like, he's a forward. He's not a center. He's a forward. Uh I don't know if he's a forward. I mean, or is he a center? I think he's a center. I mean, he's seven foot. Okay, maybe down. I'm thinking of someone else. Yeah, he's, he's, maybe I'm thinking of someone else. He's very, very, very good. So I think they have like four or five really good players, and if they all kind of decide to click, I think they are a problem. And in the West, anybody? Well, all right then. Any West uh, Lakers will take time, but it depends on whether they make make that particular adjustment. Because I like in whatever universe, I don't think having Russell Westbrook as the person not running your offense is gonna work. Even if he doesn't play in the crunch time, he has to like whenever he plays, he has to have those people around him so that he can maximum utilize that mm. space. So that he can he puts pressure on the others on the opposition team to put their best player in. Otherwise, you know, like him playing against the second string, it's going to be a one of those run and gun games. He can play alternatively also. He can play with an AD. He can play with AD as well. He can't play with LeBron. That's the only thing that I have to say. 
God. You can play with AD and Carmelo. So Russell Westbrook fans need to just calm down. I just accept it. Like Russell Westbrook can't mm-hmm. play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to figure out how to. Yeah, but to why can't he the, figure it out? Why? Why do we? Why does everybody? Every team have to like move their shit around? Ah, so like why can't he just decide? Ah, oh, because you know, that's what? how it is. Because beneath talent comes at a price. I have talent that yeah. you have to deal with the divaness of the talent. Anyway, on that note, we will end this episode now. Guys, please like, share, subscribe, do all that jazz. And uh, yeah, follow us on all wherever you can. And uh, yeah, till then, Vinith, say bye-bye. Bye-bye.